Hello, everyone, and welcome to Man Up, the men's mental health podcast. My name is Andy Richardson, and sitting quite a long way away from me is the longitudinal distanced Tommy Danqua. You just made, that was a bit of a mouthful. You made that one up, didn't you? That's not even a real word. Well, you, you, you are quite far away from me. Um, in a longitudinal way rather than a latitudinal way, because you're quite high high up north where you are, I, I realise. I am, aren't I? In the Baltics. In the Baltics. Yes, I am. Far, far yes. away in a distant land. Just just below um, Helsinki, I saw, uh, which, you know, you can pop over to Helsinki, which I, I hear is quite a nice place. Not even too long for me to get there at all. Not even too long. Three, three hours, maybe? There you go. Easy there you go. I love the fact that you've been doing uh, your research on Estonia and been sending me information about Estonian songs and all that business. It's great. I really feel like you're embracing this adventure with me. Well, I do hope to go there one day, you know, um, in the not too distant future and and, and check it out for myself. Uh, yeah. You know, you've invited me. I need you to sort out the, the, the toilet situation before I arrive, though. Oh, well, do you know what? I've, I've taken to um, there's a there's a gym down the road in the local school. And as we're in a village, all the locals are allowed to use it. So I've been going there sort of like three, four times a week. So just to have like the shower. So I'm not warming up, you know, the corner <laughs> and doing like strip washes and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else then. I've been going there four times a week just to have a shit. Listen, you know, kill two birds with one stone. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love a bit of porcelain. I've missed it. Oh my gosh. You can see me at time hugging porcelains in like, you know, shopping malls and stuff when I go into town. I've missed you. Oh God! Well, anyway, this isn't a um, a a a toilet podcast. This is a men's mental health podcast. So, um, why? Well, I guess I should really ask how you've how you've been. How how how's the the move been for you? What sort of mind state you're in? How's it all going? Yeah, do you know what? Um, still very very good. Still very good. I've realised like today. Um, I was like, is it possible to feel massively excited and um, full of optimism, but also exhausted? So I think the sort of hangover is happening now. You know, we're sort of settling down. Everything's becoming more, you know, normal. We're, you know, we've got a bit of a routine and stuff like that. But I found myself feeling really, really tired. So I've been trying to sort of counteract that with, um, you know, exercising, going out, you know, eating right and stuff like that. But yeah. I have just felt tired and I, and I can only really put it down to the sort of, you know, the hangover of everything that's happened. So I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling really positive, really optimistic. There's so much good stuff happening, but uh, yeah, just, just slightly tired. That's all like it. That's all. But otherwise from a, like, you know, mental well-being sort of point of view, feeling absolutely fabulous, still feeling totally grateful and, make sure that I'm out and about in the nature. And like I said, there's so much greenery around here and grass and just, it's amazing. And just sitting by the water. Oh my gosh. Can't put yeah. Cannot. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. I'm glad it's, um, I'm glad it's all working out nicely for you. Um, Thank you. And I'm glad we can still do the podcast as well. I'm glad we can still, you know, people were a bit worried when they saw online that you'd moved to another country. But um, don't worry, listeners, the show must go on. Long distance relationship. Who'd have thought? 
<laughs> I love you, Andy. I love you too. Um, how you been, buddy? Uh, how have I been? Yeah. Yeah, I've been all right. You know, um, I, I I went uh, away for the weekend to Devon, which was lovely. Lovely to get out by the sea, go from cliff walks, get some lovely fresh air. Um, I was meant to be going with my parents, but my mum's um, a bit too sort of ill to travel at the moment. But um, we'll go again. Um, caught up with an old friend down there. He does like a drink or three. So um, I, I, th- all three of the nights I was down there, I, I did have quite a few drinks. Um, and then I had a night out when I came back. So I'm feeling a little bit like uh, I've sort of been, uh, you know, ch- ch- stretching it a little bit too much. And, and so I'm going to, after this bank holiday weekend, I'm going to, you know, pace myself a bit. I've got a massive job um, for the whole of September, which is good, which it was a big relief sort of, you know, m- money wise. And, um, you know, just keep checking in on myself mentally. You know, I'm just reading up a bit, getting really into yoga at the moment, uh, reading some background on that. Oh. Finished uh, the Body Keeps a Score book, which is a book that we keep going on about. Um, so looking into the different types of th- therapy there, you know, for, for friends of mine. And also I might, you know, check out some of it myself. So, you know, Amazing. The journey, the journey keeps going, really. Amazing. Yeah. That's all positive noises, isn't it? That's all positive yeah. noises. Good work. Yeah, and, we, and we're still doing, um, we're still doing the weekly um, men's chat. Do you want to give that a little bit of a shout out? Well, do you know what we've? Um, I very selfishly, I find it so nice just to be able to connect with other blokes and, um, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, and just talk about what's going on. And some weeks it's really just lighthearted and we giggle and just you know make silly jokes and have a chat other weeks it's quite deep and we really do get into some nitty-gritty and there's like it's just a real nice honest safe place i feel and uh i just feel really proud that we've created this and it is every wednesday and everyone if you're a man is welcome and yeah it's a really nice safe place for you to sort of just come talk to like-minded individuals there's no bravado there's no bullshit it's just a really really nice place to be and I always yeah, there's much you know I'm, I'm glowing when I come off the calls even though it's later here than it is in the UK when we do that but I just feel yeah. yeah I feel really good enough and I know that a lot of the other people on there are getting a lot from it as well so feeling proud of that feeling really proud. yeah 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 I, amen to that yeah no I, I I totally agree um now there's something I need to do are you ready I was born ready oh I think here we go <laughs> oh Why, Andy, was that the sound of a wolf? It was the sound of a wolf, yes, yes. And the reason <laughs> I'm not going me- I'm not going mental. Well, I am mental because I'm a mental man, but um there's a very good reason I did that. Um, because it's connected to our guests this week. Yes, Ooh. not only one guest. Was that a plural? We've got two guests. Wow. Look at that. Talk hey. to me. No expense spared. No expense spared on this show. Um, so yeah, so we've got uh, Rob Rob Sanders and Day Davy Hoops, um, who are the founders of the Legacy Partnership, which is a um, sort of all round uh, mental fitness uh, coaching thing. They did tell me um, I've lost my phone. They gave me some notes. I always do this, don't I? I always balls up the intros. Um, well, I mean, I'm sure. 
<laughs> so, so we've got Davy Hoops and Rob Brandon <laughs> from the Legacy uh, Partnership. And they are yes. absolutely amazing. So we are they're mental health coaches, aren't they? They're mindset coaches. There we go. Yeah, that's what they do. Um, they're going to tell us all a bit about it, but it's 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 mi- it's mixing sort of fitness, um, actual physical fitness and mental fitness all in one package. So, anyway, let's stop waffling, shall we? Should we welcome them? Hello, Jen. Hey, hey guys, Hello. how are you doing? Yeah, we're we're doing all right. We're doing all right. And more importantly, how are you boys doing? Yeah, good. Very good. Excited to be on. Yes, great to speak to you guys. <laughs> Legends. Fantastic. So tell us, um, before we get into your sort of backgrounds and, and, and stuff like that, do you want to give us in a nutshell what the Legacy Partnership is? Go on then, Davey. I'll pass this one over to you. <laughs> <laughs> he always gives me the hard questions. <laughs> yeah, you'll learn this by the end of the show. <laughs> that should be the easy question, fellas. Come on. <laughs> That's a standard. Yeah. So, um, so the Legacy Partnership is a men's mental health kind of coaching business. So we spend our time working with um, businesses, professional athletes, but also kind of um, men who are struggling with mental health issues. And um, we just love everything about mental health, supporting individuals who um, you know, face those battles who are in dark places and kind of supporting them out of that. And we do it through a, a, few, a few different ways. So we do kind of one-to-one coaching. We have kind of mastermind groups and we have free challenges as well. So, um, yeah, quite an all-rounded package. And um, our, our main objective is just to help men just release their inner wolf. I love that wolf, by the way. And, um, and yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's what we do. Great. And, and and how did you two uh meet each other then? How did that how did that happen? Um I'll take this one then, David. <laughs> As you done the last one. So yeah, so uh kind of through um well through my wife actually, she went to school with Davey. Um and obviously I'm down south, so anyone who's seen the, the video and I lay into him about being a northern ginger. Um, okay. I'm yeah. sub ginger. So uh I got married, moved up to the north. Um my wife kind of mentioned Davy. Said you'll like what he's doing with his uh, with the gym that he owns and things like that, especially with the the mindset side, the mental health side, and things. So got in touch, ended up kind of working out at the gym, and then we both sort of realised with the coaching side, we we had the same kind of vision and where we wanted to go work wise and how we wanted to help people, and just decided to put it together and make the legacy partnership. Uh, and why why is it called the legacy partnership? Yeah, so the the idea behind the name was, well, it's twofold. The first thing um, was a lot of us kind of are just, especially if you're suffering with mental health or kind of going along with life, you know, you're in quite a dark place. And, you know, if you fast forward to what you want to leave this world, as in, you know, the legacy you want to leave, I'm certain that when you've suffered with mental health, I'm sure you can kind of uh, resonate with this. You don't want to be known for suf- being suf- a sufferer of mental health. You want to have left this kind of legacy of, um, you know, greatness or, or influence of, you know, real positivity. So we thought, okay, let's put something in the title around legacy. You know, what do you want to really contribute to this world? Um, and then the other side, the partnership section was, 
that's how we go about our work. So there's no kind of dictatorship. There's no um, instruction. There's no um, really command or anything like that when you work with us. It's a partnership. You contribute, we contribute. And by the end of working together, um, you'll have kind of developed knowledge around overcoming mental health issues, but also... Um, you know, really contributed to your own development as well. So we just wanted to to kind of capture that in a title and, and we went with the legacy partnership. Nice. Nice. I like it. I like it. Um so uh you 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 mentioned that you've had a um experience sort of personally, uh, both of you of 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 sort of uh you know I, I suppose a lot of the best people who work in mental health uh, uh, talk from experience and they can draw from that themselves so sure, yeah what, what are your what are your sort of backgrounds sort of uh, personally in mental health then yeah Rob do you want me to go first you go first mate yeah <laughs> sure, okay. sure. yeah yeah so um so my my own personal mental health journey um officially started in 2017 and i say officially because before then i didn't really know what um mental health issues were and, and my kind of specific mental health illness of choice for lack of a better phrase was was depression and um i actually first suffered with depression when i was about 15 or 16 um, I used to play football at a, a really high level um, and got released at the a kind of key point. And um, that was my first taste of depression. That was when I was about 16. And, um, you know, I've always battled with depression on and off with um, binge eating and periods of being lazy or, you know, no productivity and that sort of thing. And that all came to a head in 2017 which is where kind of the the kind of story about my mental health really starts. And um, I'd, I'd worked for a long time to become a university lecturer. And I was fortunate to get that position. And, you know, it was something that I'd always wanted and I'd had ambitions to do. Um, and about a year in, the university did some kind of major restructuring and cuts and I was made redundant. Um, I was newly married and um, just had this major major setback and that essentially sent me spiraling out of control um so that was kind of july 2017 unemployed um made redundant my wife and i had to move back in with my mother my mother-in-law um newly married so all these things were kind of going on and i just felt completely lost and it was around that time i was diagnosed with um with depression i was on medication and um, I was completely numb to the world. I had no no feelings of happiness, no feelings of sadness, really. I was just a zombie. And to get through the day, I would just eat. I would eat and eat and eat. Um, whatever it was, crisps, chocolate, takeaways, if I could get my hands on it or order it in, I would do it. And over the next five or six months, I was um, just eating and eating and I ended up putting 70 pounds on. So that's about five stone of body fat. And um, it all kind of, my, my realization moment, which uh, it's a bit of a, a funny story, a bit of a harsh story as well, was we were sitting around the Christmas table at um, Christmas 2017 and we were kind of like doing Christmas presents and all that sort of stuff. And I remember getting given... I think it was something like an an XXXXL T-shirt, 
which was like mind blowing at the time. It was like, oh my goodness, like this is a huge t-shirt. And um I I swore to myself that, you know, I was I was nice when I got I was like, oh thanks for this. Um, but I'm ne- in my head, I was like, I'm never gonna wear this t-shirt. That was kind of my first trigger of I'm gonna start to overcome this. Yeah. And fast forward a couple of hours, we're sitting around the dinner table. And I'm wearing a shirt that was too tight. And I don't know if you you know what I mean, but do you know when your shirt's so tight, it's like pulling the buttons and you can see your skin through the T-shirt kind of shirt? (laughs) And um, I was sitting there and um, one of the buttons essentially was about a ping off. So I had to excuse myself from the dinner table and put this this XXXXL T-shirt on that I swore I'd never wore would wear and um kind of sat back down and I just felt felt horrendous and that was kind of the the start of my my new year new me um I don't like to say resolutions because it was a bit more ingrained than that but um that was the kind of start of my mindset shift and um we got through kind of the new year I, I just started exercising I started to do a little bit of mindset development and uh, rather than kind of looking at things negatively and um you know really dishearteningly that you know i've been redundant i've been on medication i'm morbidly obese um you know nothing in my life is going for me i look to reframe that and taught and kind of taught myself to look at this as a blank canvas Mm -hmm. so i had an opportunity to reshape my body in the way i wanted it i had the opportunity to start a business that i was passionate about and um you know that that was what event essentially happened i i started moving i eventually lost 70 pounds in in about four or five months so just started to do things things right exercising eating a bit better and um yeah that led to me coming off medication which was brilliant and then i met rob and we started the legacy partnership so so uh so yeah that that's kind of the the backstory about uh you know my mental health wow wow I just say, double check. You said seventy pounds. You lost seventy pounds in five months. Yes, yeah, five stone. Yeah, five stones. Yeah, well, it's yeah. Crazy, isn't it? Um, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know what? I love, I love the way you tell that story because you you told it with such humour. But I, I love the fact that you know you've anchored that to that feeling. Yeah. Like, you know, you turned it around massively. Already inspired. I love it. Uh, yeah and i think the thing with um with humor i always used humor as a kind of a a a self-defense mechanism um but now what i'm trying to do is kind of use humor to to destigmatize mental health not to kind of make mental health a joke but to make it kind of you know talking about it much more accessible to people and um you know to, to think about it in a way that it's um you know people are more comfortable talking about it and and you know opening up about it that's exactly what we our our sort of raison d'etre, isn't it, Tom? That's exactly what we, we, we do, isn't it? Yeah, we we just we we yes, yeah. You 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 hit the nail on the head because you know feeling suicidal or having depression, anxiety, yeah. or whatever yeah. isn't isn't funny at all. But exactly, um, you know, if you can sort of laugh in the face of it, and and you can and you can make it easy to talk about, to the it diminishes it, you know. And humor's a great yeah. healer. Humor is a great healer. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So, Rob, yes. Yeah, so, over to you. 
Yeah. So yeah. So my story is a little bit, little bit different to Davies. Um, it's only recently, really, I've I've started kind of talking about it and things like that. I, I'm the typical um, stereotype of there's nothing wrong. Don't know what you're talking about. Let's just shut up and not carry on, sort of thing. So, um, so yes, it's only recently I've started talking about things about what sort of what sort of was happening with me. So I never thought about ha- that I had sort of depression or anything like that. Um, when my dad died sort of uh, a few years back now, uh, that's when it kind of really kicked in. Um, but I didn't kind of notice it. It's just I got, got carried on um, before I was told by sort of my family and things like that, you know, you're the strong one, you're the, you're the one doesn't get upset. So I kind of just took over and, you know, sorted everything out. Whereas uh, my mum and my brother are quite, quite emotional sort of people where I've sort of, my friends have a sort of a running joke with me saying I've got no emotions and things like that. So it was kind of like playing up, playing up to that. Um, And then it wasn't until sort of recently when I was training to be a coach um and part of the training is you get coached anyway and I'm a big believer in you know you if you say you, you're sort of trying to teach something you should do it yourself um especially mm-hmm. before sort of passing it on or passing any knowledge on so I was sort of getting coached myself um and then as I was getting coached I was finding it quite uncomfortable and thought you know what I'm just going to give it my all and go for it really and really go with it and as I was sort of like I said as I was getting coached and stuff uh I then started realizing that a lot of sort of issues or problems that I was struggling to move forward with were actually relating back to what happened with my dad and this this issue that I didn't kind of really grieve about it I just just went straight on um I think like two weeks after he died it sounds sounds weird it sounds um a little bit wrong to some people but I went on a holiday straight away with my best mates um but it was my way of kind of grieving and getting on with it and kind of trying to forget about it when really you know I should have shouldn't really forgotten about it I should have really opened up and start talking a bit more um yeah. and then with my work and things like that this is when thinking back over stuff now before moving up north um I, I was a personal training sports therapist and I used to teach um Thai boxing as well so Muay Thai teacher um but so that was always part of my life and I just lost the love for it I was kind of just doing the motions, ticking over. I trained because I knew it was good for me. It was healthy. And um, I had felt like I had a role to kind of fill because people were sort of looking up to you. But I had sort of no love for it. Um, I started cancelling a lot of clients because I just making up excuses that things were going on. Um, and then talking back to my friends now, as they sort of mentioned, like, oh, you know, you're talking a lot more openly about it. And they said that, you know, they're like, we knew you're depressed. Like, that's why we just kind of, were there by phone ready and things for you and same my wife like when she met me um she's she sort of says it now as well she's like you know you talk a lot more openly about your dad and things like that which before anyone tried to talk to me I just kind of shut it off and do the typical I'm a man don't talk about these things when actually it's completely wrong um and then a lot of that was partly due to meeting Davey and sort of you know chatting to him as you as you know, you just had him on. He's quite open about his story, his feelings and things like that. And he's actually been pushing me to talk more about it. And um, that's part of why, you know, the legacy partnership is actually partly my kind of therapy at the same time. So as well as helping other people, I'm starting to talk more and more and more. And the more sort of shows that we do like this, the more I kind of open up and give more about it. So, yeah, it's kind of my story sort of with it. <laughs> yeah. So you sort of knew... Um you had sort of depression or or a sort of borderline depression before your dad died but that 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 sort of pushed you into it then i, I guess yes yeah. it was kind of, um 
sort of he died and things like that. And then it sort of came sort of after that, but it's not sort of looking back over the time period now. I realised actually no, that was probably you know I probably did fall into depression and things like that. Like I didn't go to doctors or get sort of diagnosed with it, but I had all the symptoms there, just you know losing love of job and uh, yeah. can't bother to go out see people, be with friends, mm. yeah, you know, just all these different things. But where it was mine was a bit different. To Davies is um, like I like I said, I fell into that stereotype of we shouldn't talk. I was, you know I went off and done a bit of building work and things like that, you know and mm. It's that kind of oh, you don't talk about emotions, you don't talk about feelings. You just you just get on, which is completely wrong. As we know, that's what we're here for. You know, we're now trying to change that and get people to talk more. So that's where, like I said, I'm just a bit. My story's a bit different to Davies, um, and this is part of my kind of getting over it and opening up a bit more. Yeah, and do you, do you find that you're um, the more you do these things and and the, the more people see you on, online doing stuff like this, the more your friends sort of open up to you or you know or did you talk to them a, a bit more about that sort of stuff I mean have you got a big group of sort of male friends that you know that are quite sort of laddie of you or or are they quite all understanding uh, uh yeah they're all quite they're quite laddie but they're all very sort of understanding it's like my best friend yeah. who away with me um when I went like literally we just went off and went on holiday and things like, like I said two two weeks after uh he sort he sort of knew straight away because he's he's been sort of grown up with me since you know we went to primary school and everything together. So he knew straight away like the change in me and was just like right, I'm just gonna come along, just be there, act normal, um, and things. And then like yeah, like you said, like I've got quite a few of my friends are quite sort of laddie a bit. Don't really want to talk about things, but actually me opening up these last I'd say these last couple of months, I've just had friends and um people i haven't spoke to in a long long time just suddenly start opening up and messaging me and talking about what is it we're doing you know they love what we're doing and things like that so it's it, again like, it's, it's been quite a nice kind of therapy for myself and also it's nice to see it's helping my friends out some of my really really close friends that you know don't really talk about anything um now sitting there just out of nowhere will just come out with things and you're just like this is great right let's, let's talk about it you know so yeah, it's yeah, good we've- we found that Tommy, haven't we? Um, that that as well as um, you know trying to help some other people, it really helps us, doesn't it? Basically, I think it's amazing. Like you said, you know exactly what you've just said about you know once you've opened up, it sort of gives your friends or other people in your friendship group sort of a almost permission to yeah, yeah. reciprocate and be like, actually, yeah, I've gone through that too, and it's it's such a powerful tool. I tell you what, man, they say you you grow through what you go through. And your story will resonate with loads of people because it's, you know, like so many blokes are still struggling to, you know, identify their feelings. And we do exactly what you said. We hide ourselves away. We, you know, we ignore it. We book a holiday and that's not insensitive. That's just part of how some people grieve, you know, when you don't have the tools to express yourself properly, you know. No, nah, yeah, definitely. No, no, that's it, mate. You got, you got it right. And that's, like you said, that's what we're here for, trying to get people to know that it's fine to open up and talk and, you know, get, get these things out. There's people out there going through the same thing. You know, you're not alone. So, so what, um, so say if I was um, struggling and I came to you fellas, what, um, how, how would you sort me out? I mean, is there loads of different ways? I mean, tell us a little bit about um, the program and, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm well, both me and Tommy are really interested in, in how sort of physical fitness 
helps mental fitness and and um you, you, wanna, you know and it's very popular at the moment yeah sorry tommy you become the wolf andy that's what you want to do How do you <laughs> <laughs> the wolf talk to us it's not a full moon it's not a full moon i'm not gonna i, I told you oh, um, yeah. wolf, <laughs> wolf. <laughs> anyway yeah yeah tell us about the program anyway yeah so we rom and i developed um basically it was it was called hashtag become the wolf and this is kind of man manifested itself in a, into a, a, a program so all rob and i started to do was put hashtag become the wolf at the end of all our social media posts in our bio and you know things like that on instagram facebook linkedin and the idea was that if you saw that on a post or in somebody's bio, it meant that, you know, they were kind of supporting you. If you were a man with mental health issues, you could go to them, reach out to them, get some support, go on their posts and have a look. And um, that was where hashtag become the wolf came from. And over the past couple of weeks, it's kind of grown and developed into something where people have been asking us about how can we, how can we become the wolf and how can we, join the pack which were you know really nice um really right. nice phrase and um you know we, we we really loved that and the the background to become the wolf was i was walking my um walking my dog i've got a german shepherd and she's an all black german shepherd and um a lot of the time when little kids see her they say oh whoever they're with mom dad look there's a wolf there and um, I was just walking in the field one day and I remembered that depression is associated with um, having a visit from the black dog. I don't know if you've, you've kind of come across that phrase. Yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, it was so random that, you know, I, I was doing a, a video actually at the time and I just saw Luna, my dog, running behind me. And I thought, you know, what, what are the chances that, you know, someone with mental health issues who started a mental health business gets a, a black dog you know coincidentally who looks like a wolf and um you know we wanted to again just reframe that to you know instead of depression being viewed as i've had a visit from the black dog we wanted to kind of turn that into something more powerful and kind of say you know what you might have had a visit from the black dog but you're by having that visit you're becoming the wolf you're you're kind of changing into this more powerful being and mm -hmm. that was where this free this kind of challenge came from so rob and i put this challenge together where um you work with us in kind of a group setting and um we go through kind of strategies and actions that you you take and can implement and that kind of um can stretch from exercise to mindset work to diet and by the end of the five days you'll be you'll have these strategies that you can actually go and implement and um, work on yourself um rob i don't know if you want to add anything to that um hey yeah, pretty much pretty much said most of it about the program but like um uh you asked uh sort of why why sort of how the exercise and how these things can help and at the end of the day, like things like with depression, anxiety, mental health, um, I, I, I could, I'll probably start boring you all now. I bore people with the science sort of side behind things and that. Um, but like a lot of it obviously boils down to chemical balances within the body or imbalances in the body. And um, just having sort of emotional stress and things, actually exercise can help flush away some of that um, 
oxidative stress that gets sort of left behind in the body and in the brain and things. So the exercise then gets the endorphins flowing. It helps get rid of this stuff. It puts you in a powerful state. Um, same with nutrition. You know, we've got, uh, we've done a talk where we listed off these uh, 15 foods which can actually help with anxiety and depression. Again, helping with those uh, chemical sort of imbalances and things. Like um, an example would be uh, turmeric. Um, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head now, but I think it's like cucumin, cucumin, I always pronounce it wrong, but with it, which is in within turmeric and that actually helps um, not sort of suppress anxiety, but it helps with that. Again, like, like I said, those, those chemical imbalances and things. And that's what we kind of work with. And then with the mindset side and the coaching side of it with uh, the NLP and things is, is classes called sort of like a talk therapy, so sort of like counseling, psychology um, and so on by working on sort of like limiting beliefs, trying to build confidence with people, um, helping, there's a term they call it ants, which are autonomic um, negative thoughts where you try and crush the ants. So we have, I think 70% of our thoughts a day are always negative, but by just realizing that and noticing them coming in, it means we can try and change them and tackle them, which then will put you in a more positive state of mind or a neutral state of mind. Um, rather than going into a spiral and things. So it's just kind of giving people these frameworks and these tools um, to help. And like I said, I could waffle on and bang on about all this stuff for hours and hours, So, um, which people that sign up obviously onto our free challenge and things will unfortunately have to have to deal with. But it's, you know, it's education, it's there, it's, um, that's what we're trying to do, just kind of help as much as possible. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah NLP is um, something I'm, 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 I know nothing about. We'll have to... We'll have to get you know an NLP NLP person on just to talk about it because I really don't know anything about it. Um, do you, Tommy? Do you know much about NLP? Very limited, very limited. The neuro linguistic neural yeah, program, neuro linguistic programming. Program. Uh, it's Thank called you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's similar to um, there's or there's similar techniques to C, CBT. Uh, yeah which a lot of people obviously use when they're suffering from depression, anxiety and things. And then um, like we, you know, we like to say that obviously we're not, you know, medical doctors or anything like that. You know, some of the stuff that we, we talk about with people comes from experience, other things, if it's the fitness, obviously we've got fitness backgrounds, we've got nutrition backgrounds and with the coaching side, um, mindset coaching and NLP have been shown to help um, combat, sort of depression anxiety or help with the journey you know at the end of the day it's all everything you do at the end of the day is what's going to help you it's not just sort of one thing um, and it's just another version of uh, like a talk therapy of coaching where we do a lot of visualization techniques um, you kind of tap into that subconscious kind of mind as well um, and like I said a lot of it's around sort of breaking through these uh, limiting beliefs that people have about themselves and even changing their uh, their belief system on themselves so a lot of people that have depression and things you know you, it's they get they feel like that's who they are they are an anxious person they are they are mm. a depressed person and that's actually a a belief system and Dave is going to probably laugh because he knows where I'm going with this um <laughs> the reticular activating system which is part of the brain I always bang on about it um is actually part of it it's controlled by our belief system so if we believe that we are that person we are this depressed person we are anxious we suffer with anxiety the world's a scary place the brain actually filters so that um RAS that reticular activating system actually filters in all the incoming information so it will it will um, give to you information saying or uh, 
yeah, basically telling you that, yes, the world is a scary place. Yes, you are an anxious person. You are this. Whereas if we change it or can change your belief system to, you know what, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm confident, I'm strong, I'm the wolf, I'm, you know, whatever it is that you're, we're sort of trying to change and change that belief to, the brain will then start filtering information to you to tell you all these things. So you'll start noticing all this, you know, actually, no, the world isn't that scary. Actually, now I'm getting a bit better. Look at me, I'm a bit more confident, I'm a bit more healthy um, and so on. So, yeah, like I said, waffled on a bit, but uh, it's an important, no. important bit of information. And again, I'm a big believer in get the science and bits in there as well because if you're like me i like to know what's physically going on on the inside when i'm trying to do these uh uh trying to go through these frameworks or these tools or exercise or so on i think yeah i think with that rob as well just like as as to why the science is is important when we're talking about mindset mental health and and strategies you know, we and we've Rob and I have had this in the past as well, where it comes across as quite wishy-washy or fluffy, you know, these sorts of terms when we talk about mindset work. But when you start to connect it to kind of physiological responses and, um, you know, how, how it really does affect you chemically, then, you know, your reasoning for, for doing the different processes that Rob kind of mentioned, you know, suddenly certainly the people we've worked with kind of go, yeah, all right, I'll give that a go. And uh, it just kind of supports again that um, the reason to try and develop your mindset when you are suffering with mental health issues. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's really sort of cutting edge stuff anyway. I mean, you know, the sort of neuroplasticity, the, you know, the the firing and wiring of of, um, brain cells and all the different types of treatment, you know, like NLP, um, yeah, neuro neurofeedback systems. There's you know EMDR. You know dealing with trauma, rewiring yeah. the brain. I mean, I don't know if you've read um, Professor Steve Peters' Chimp Paradox. He talks a yeah, lot about yeah. that. Uh, yeah. that, that. That's all connected to um, you know people like Ronnie O'Sullivan and other sort of sports stars work with him. You know, um, it's all um, it's you know it's not mumbo jumbo. It's it's That's it's right. real stuff. That's it's right. real stuff. Yeah. So. Um, uh let's yeah so so how does someone um sign up how do they get involved and i mean <laughs> tommy will laugh we did we did ask someone someone a previous <laughs> guest uh the price the price of their um thing and, and we had to cut it out because we felt it cheapened uh everything um a little bit so maybe that you know you don't have to if you want to talk about prices you can do or whatever but yeah tell us how how people get involved yeah, so I mean, it, we we can take that out straight away for you. It's a five day free challenge. Um, so yeah, and all all you have to do to kind of get involved is um go to Facebook and search for our Facebook page, which is at Legacy Partnership, or the same with Instagram at Legacy Partnership, and somewhere in our posts there'll be a, a link um that says. Uh, become the wolf five-day challenge and uh, you just click the link you sign up and then on the 21st of september you get um get ready to change your mindset and become the wolf 
That's it. And also, if you can't, because I had someone actually ask yes, uh, yesterday um, who hasn't got Facebook and things, and if he could join in and stuff and things. So all I said to him, you know, join in by just adding that hashtag become the wolf to your bios, you know, just show that support. And obviously, when we're posting or um, on any social media platforms, you know, jump on the comments and things like that. DM us. We're just happy to sit and chat and get people on calls and, and just join in, really, you know, uh, be there for other people. Amazing. Oh, sounds, sounds great. I mean, I, I love I love the idea of becoming the wolf because wolves are great. I mean, they're not I mean, they are fierce when they need to be, but they're also one of the most sort of loving and sort of nurturing uh, yes, of, an, yeah. of, of animals, you know, and I love that 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 split. Um, there's there's quite a lot of um, Eastern philosophy, uh, you know, that you talk about animals, you know, like there's a thing called lion mind, you know, um, I can't remember what. Uh, I think it might be something to do with yoga or, or something, you know, you'd, and, and um, yeah, wolves are great animals, you know? Absolutely. So um, we're going to become wolves, aren't we, Tommy? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Should. Just quickly, um, obviously you mentioned mindset and belief systems. Now a lot of athletes, um, it's quite popular among sports, you know, celebrity sports stars and stuff like that. And I've seen that you were working with quite a few as well. You've got a uh, pro golfer. Yeah. Uh, yes. Matt McCullough yeah. and James Allen. Um, so we see the rise in this, you know, industry. Uh, I think uh, Tyson Fury has been open about his mental health and how he's come back from it. And more recently, I think Conor McGregor worked with, is it Tony Robbins? Yeah, yeah he was yeah. a yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you as industry professionals, you know the pros and the benefits of all of this. But what would you say to like, the average bloke, like, you know, myself or Andy, who might just think that this is nonsense or it's only for rich celebrity sports stars, billionaires, millionaires. What would you say to those to sort of get them on board and encourage them to join you? Great question. Really good question. From, from my from my side, it's um it's it starts with that kind of the, the reflect almost like a, a mini reflective process. So if you are a let's let's call it a kind of an an everyday man going about his business who um, you know, arrives at the end of the day and thinks, you know what, I haven't, haven't really, I'm not fulfilled my potential. Maybe I'm in a job I'm not enjoying, or maybe I'm with with the wrong partner, and um, you know, my life isn't where it kind of should be, or I hoped it would be. Um, you know, those little little signs are, are is enough to start to work on on your mindset. And sure, when when we see the likes of Conor McGregor and um, Tyson Fury kind of using mindset to to not only develop their their mental health but also kind of that elite performance. You know, we we it's hard to relate because you know they're they're superstars and you know a lot of people think oh well it doesn't really apply to me. But when you we break it break that mental health down or that mindset down and um, you know apply it to to the everyday man there's so many different aspects of your life that you can um, develop and, and enjoy and break away from if it's a negative side and the the main the main one or the main mindset technique that is so simple that that I do daily and really keeps me grounded is um, just daily gratitude so I'm a, a huge believer in um, in developing being present so something that I struggled with, a lot and one of the reasons that I did suffer with mental health issues was because I was always always being jealous I guess and wanting wanting more wanting the big house wanting the the, the expensive car uh you know the flashy things 
And something that I've really spent time developing is um, what I have. And I'm so fortunate. I've got a, a wife, a, a dog and a cat, and they are literally my my world, the reason to get up in the morning. And it doesn't didn't matter it doesn't matter if it was in um a tent in some random field or you know a a, a mid terraced house or a big house my my feelings of happiness and being grateful for my life would not change one little aspect and that that's the uh you know the, that's just a tiny tiny example of how um you know you can develop your mindset by just doing a tiny little tweak um but uh you know that can be done across a variety of things that's just a you know a little example that work work for me yeah that's amazing i was just going to add in add in um I f- a big thing i think as well like uh with celebrities because you're saying about how obviously you know it, it, they're celebrities uh, it's it's more for them and things but you got to remember at the end of the day they're just people and this is my view on like celebrities and stuff like that whether other people agree with it or they don't they're just people that have done well at their chosen career so they're the same as us they have the same sort of issues and problems what it, what it boils down to sort of in the end it might be on different scales because they've got the fame they've got um the money and things like that but a lot of what we do with coaching and things when people sort of um have this sort of either mental health issues or these these fears around things it normally boils down to this sort of love and acceptance everyone just wants that kind of love and acceptance and things and mm. like i said most things boil down to that and yeah that's just my kind of way of fit seeing when i when we talk to celebrities or um, we talk about celebrities and they sort of say that this, like you guys said that, yeah, oh, it's for them. It's not really for me. It's like, they're, they're the same as you, you know, they all started off the same We at the end of the day, we're all humans. We all have the same feelings and emotions. They're, you know, they're, they're in us. They're just mm. at a different, you know, on a different career path or a different path of life. And, and what if you, if, um, so, so Davey gave us a good good tip. Gratitude. Have you got um, for the listeners? Have you got a, a little quick tip you could say people could do daily that might help, uh, Rob? Uh, uh, yeah. So there's there's a few. There's a few really good daily ones. So gratitude is obviously a really good one. You know, Davey chucked out. Um, it's one that sort of we all try and get people to live by. Um, another one would be, I would say, especially for people that kind of suffer with anxiety and things, because a lot of anxiety is around that kind of what ifs. Um, what if I go outside? What if I, uh, you know, people don't like me when I do this talk or um, things is trying to think about um, what can you control compared to what can't you control? because we spend so much time and energy thinking about the things that we we sort of can't control in our lives you know um what if people think this about me what if they think that but you don't know that you know you don't know what they're going to think so rather than sort of thinking about the what you can't control start focusing on the things focusing on the things you can control in that moment um mm. so you know if you're having one of those bad days you're spiraling you know it's it's fine to think like that it's fine to have worries and feel upset but in that moment what can you do? What can you do? I could go for a walk. You know, that makes you feel a bit better. All right, let's do that. I can, I've got this presentation I've got to do. I really don't want to work on it, but I've got, I can send this email to someone. I could ask them for a little bit of help. So you're just trying to just focus on just those things you can do in that moment, in that time, which hopefully will then will just lead and sort of spiral into sort of getting into that more kind of positive, um, resourceful state. Great advice. 
I feel like a wolf already, mate. You guys, I love that. I'm <laughs> short and howling and like a wolf, but that is brilliant. That you is look brilliant. a bit like a wolf, actually. Oh, I do not. I'm looking side in the outback. I'm like a yeti. <laughs> so, so come on, Tommy. I've I've done my wolf impression. Give us your one. <clears throat> Ready? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love that. that. That was not my best work, guys. That was not my best work. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it wasn't um, bad. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. Um, you know, I'm, I'll give you a. I'll give you a solid seven and a half. Well, Joe, I'll take that. I'll take that. As I was like, you know, I didn't rehearse, but you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> um, <laughs> just quickly, lads. Um, on your website, uh, www.thelegacypartnership.com, you have got the partner members thing. Now, is that that's going to be a mini community, I think, isn't it, where people can uh, all jump on, put their details in, you can follow each other. And it's, is it like a support network for your team? Yes, that's right. Yeah. And eventually, you know, that will develop to kind of where the Become the Wolf community sits. Um, but uh, yeah, for now, that's where kind of like-minded people can um, meet, talk, share resources. Um, we've got kind of eBooks and kind of videos in like kind of embedded in there as well. So you can head over there and, um, you know, access them if, if you were looking to do that. That's amazing. So I was going to say, um, if you've not checked it out, guys, do check out the website because you are pumping out content like, I mean, you guys are like Gary V. You've got all different. <laughs> you've, got awesome. market, you've got lifestyle, you've got productivity, all on these ebooks there as well, haven't you? So you guys are putting the work in. Yeah. 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 The working, putting the work in. That's right. Yeah, we love Gary V, by the way. So we're going <laughs> yeah, to steal that quote. <laughs> I've, ne- I've never heard of him. I'm sorry, fellas. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Anyway, well, um, well, it's now the sort of standard 50 minutes. So I think that's probably um, that's probably the end of the podcast. I'm afraid. Um, it, you know, you you boys are doing some amazing work, and you're two lovely fellas open and honest so um you know good good luck with the rest of the stuff that you you do in the future thank you cheers cheers for Thanks, guys real pleasure talking to you both oh thank you excellent and um come on then let's do one more collective howl tommy you can join in boys if you know All right, here we go three two one oh <laughs> see you next week everyone bye-bye <laughs>